The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The police chief in Windsor, Virginia, says his officers initially handled the traffic stop of an Army lieutenant relatively well, but things went downhill from there. Whitney Evans reports. Police Chief Rodney Riddle says now-fired officer Joe Gutierrez, who threatened and pepper-sprayed Lieutenant Karan Nazario while he sat in his car, was experienced. The second officer, Daniel Crocker, had graduated from the academy in October and was shadowing Gutierrez. They say they stopped Nazario because they couldn't see his license plate, but video footage shows a temporary tag in the window. Nazario waited to pull over until he reached a well-lit gas station, where the officers drew their guns. Chief Riddle says he wished Nazario had complied earlier. I can't speak for him, but I'm going to own what we did. My guys missed opportunities to verbally de-escalate that thing and change that outcome. Riddle says Crocker did try to de-escalate, which is why he's still employed. The FBI and the Virginia State Police are investigating. The attorney general is also looking into the department for any patterns of wrongdoing. Whitney Evans, VPM News. As the 14-year anniversary of the Virginia Tech mass shooting approaches, the university is remembering the 32 lives lost. VPM News intern Joy Bass has more. All week long, The university is commemorating the students and faculty who lost their lives on April 16, 2007. The fallen Virginia Tech Hokies ranged in age from 18 to 76. They represented various academic areas, faiths, ethnicities, and races. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, Christian or Muslim, agnostic, atheistic, it doesn't matter. You can be touched by these tragedies. That's Mark Ozarski. Assistant Vice President of University Relations. He says this tragedy has demonstrated the resilience and strength within the Virginia Tech community. Colin Goddard was a 21-year-old student at the time. He was one of multiple students injured. While he did graduate on time, he says after the shooting, he had some trouble returning to the classroom. Particularly when other students would come in late and burst into the classroom or you'd hear somebody slam a door, right, and your heart would jump. I mean, I would have a panic attack, frankly, in my chair. He adds while he feels there has been progress made in preventing gun violence, there is still more that needs to be done. He says he will continue to dedicate his life to making sure tragedies like this never happen again. Joy Bass, VPM News. Virginia Senator Tim Kaine reintroduced a bipartisan bill earlier this week that helps train workers for future infrastructure jobs. As Ian Stewart reports, the legislation would support efforts in President Joe Biden's infrastructure plan. It's called the Building U.S. Infrastructure by Leveraging Demands for Skills Act, or BUILDS for short. The legislation aims to get skilled labor for in-demand jobs in construction, transportation, and broadband. Senator Kane says with any infrastructure improvements, there needs to be a workforce to back it up. And right now, our infrastructure workforce isn't sufficient, and it won't be sufficient to make the kind of transformative investment that we hope to. One way the bill does this is by connecting businesses with schools to do on-the-job training and help potential employers navigate the apprenticeship registration process. 
Businesses would also be able to apply for two different grants to help with those partnerships. Ian Stewart, VPM News. A bill to make D.C. the 51st state is headed to the U.S. House floor for a vote next week. As Rachel Curzius from our partner station WAMU reports, the legislation made it through a major hurdle yesterday. The House Oversight Committee approved H.R. 51 in a vote along party lines. Republicans introduced amendments that would change the process of how the district becomes a state. The Democrat-led committee rejected them all. Republicans say statehood is a power grab. The Democrats just want two more seats in the Senate. Democrats say the real power grab is Republicans blocking 712,000 citizens from voting just because they don't like their politics. The measure is expected to pass the House, but it faces a dicey path in the Senate. If it does become law, Republicans have threatened to take it to court. I'm Rachel Curzius. VA COPES, a warm line to provide mental health services to those dealing with trauma or distress during the COVID-19 pandemic, will be available through December 1st. The Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Services announced the extension yesterday. Since the program started last May, counselors at the call center have assisted over 3,000 Virginians by providing an outlet to discuss daily struggles during the pandemic. The VA COPES warm line is available to call or text Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and between 5 to 9 p.m. on weekends. The number is 877-349-6428. Voters in some local elections in Virginia will be able to rank their candidates rather than just choosing one. As Ben Pavier reports, a new group aims to advocate for ranked choice voting. Virginia's election system puts voters in a bind, according to Democratic Delegate Sally Hudson. Right now, our current elections put this terrible tension in people between who they want to vote for, and who they feel like they have to vote for. With ranked choice voting, people rate their candidates. But if none of the candidates gets a majority on the first ballot, then you knock off the lowest vote getter and transfer their voter support to their second choice candidate. Hudson's new organization, Ranked Choice Virginia, aims to help local leaders navigate election law and set up the system. She says it will lead to a more diverse field with fewer personal attacks. Localities can opt in to a new pilot program beginning July 1st. The first ranked choice ballots probably won't appear until 2022. Ben Pavier, VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Wednesday, April 14th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.